Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ. All right. Well, welcome to BJ Live, even though we're not technically live right now. We are recording this um, little Zoom meeting, and I wanted to bring you something different today. And this was the best way that we could do it. So welcome, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or on my website, wherever you're watching from or listening, because we are making these into podcasts. So thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy today's topic. Today, I have a special treat. I have my sisters, my oldest sister, Farrah Reed. Say hey, Farrah. Hey, Farrah. <laughs> and my other sister, Debbie, Deborah Wilson. Hey. So my sister, Farrah, she is in the um, uh, Fort Worth area of mm -hmm. Texas. And mm -hmm. my sister, Debbie, is in Huntsville, Alabama. Her and her husband mm -hmm. pastor a church there. Um, Deb, go ahead and give a quick plug for your church. It's the Branch Family Worship Center. We're here in Huntsville, Alabama. Here we go. We've been here for about five years, and we just love being in this area. That's awesome. Their church, I get to visit um, at least once a year. We love having you. Yes, it's been a little bit since I've been there, but... Um, I love going and the people are awesome there. So if you are in that area and you're looking for a home church, um, I believe you will love Pastor John and Sister Debbie and their people there. So today's topic that we're going to be talking about is Isaiah 61 verse 3, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. How many of y'all have ever heard that little song? Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Pray in the spirit and with understanding. Oh, magnify the Lord. <laughs> kind of grew up on that one, didn't we, girls? <laughs> There it is. <laughs> there it is. So um, I got with my sisters. I told them, I said, I want to just, you know, talk about some things of the Lord. And um, I asked them, what would y'all like to talk about? And my sister Farah came up with um, the garment of praise. So I love that topic because we all need to realize where our power is. You know, Christ gave us weapons mm -hmm. and praise is one of those weapons that Man. God has given us. And mm -hmm. it is one of the most unutilized mm -hmm. weapons that we have. Mm -hmm. So, um, Fair, what, do you, what made you pick that topic? What is it that's been on your heart with that scripture? Um, let's just go ahead and dive in. Actually, um, I was reading a scripture at our Bible, not our Bible study, but our prayer Monday night. And we were actually dealing with, um, we, we shall be called trees of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Mm. But to that verse, I had to read the upper part of the verse, which was 
the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And it just kind of hit me. I was like, wow, that was good. But you know, um, there were many days uh, in a particular season of my life where it was very tough, very rough. And I would uh, walk through my job. I would, I would go and say, I'm going for a walk. And I would just walk through the, the mall and outside. And I would literally just make up songs from the scripture. Mm-hmm. And that was what was keeping me was those songs, you know. Um, Oral Roberts, I know you guys have heard of him. He was a wonderful um, person who prayed for the sick and he worked in the gift of miracles. They had a son and their son um, was on drugs and he ended up committing suicide. And you didn't know that. No, (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't yes. that either. <laughs> yeah, they had a son who was on drugs and he ended up committing suicide. And Evelyn, his mom, or Robert's wife, said the one thing that God said to her through going through that was, don't ever stop the music. Don't ever stop singing. Don't ever mm-hmm. stop worshiping. Don't ever stop praising. And uh, she put it in her book. She, there's, you know, she has a book out about it, but it was something that stayed in my mind like forever. I mean, I will never forget that. Uh, so that was something that I tried to do on a consistent basis, uh, especially in that season of when things are really hard mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do. And sometimes you can't even pray because it's so devastating to you. You don't. You can't even pray. You you can't. You don't have the utterance. You just you know, that heaviness is just on you. Grief is that way too. You could be walking, having a great time, and all of a sudden, that grief will just come on you like a coat, just cloak over you. Mm-hmm. That's the spirit of heaviness. Yeah. But when you begin to just, just sing, just sing, just make it up as you go, Lord, I know you're taking care of me. Lord, I know you got this. Lord, I know you are my strength. Whatever. And there's plenty of songs out there right now, but if you had to make up go ahead and make it up but as you begin to sing especially singing the word of god you will find yourself getting stronger and stronger mm-hmm. the bible says the joy of the lord is my what strength. my strength it's my strength bj yeah you know i love the way the scripture says put on mm-hmm. the garment mm-hmm. so it's actually like you have to make it a point to put this Perfect. garment on you and you Mm -hmm. put it around you and it's it's covering you so when you put a garment on it's not just half on and you know hang it up you put it on correctly you button it up zip it up however it's it works and it covers you and so Mm -hmm. you're covered in that garment of praise which means Mm -hmm. there's no room for the heaviness because that praise is all over you and Mm -hmm. so we have to make that an effort every day every single mm-hmm. day to wake up and when yes. you're putting on that armor for the day don't mm-hmm. forget that garment of praise that you have mm-hmm. to cloak yourself with to mm-hmm. you know to be able to make it through all the different things because the enemy comes at us in our mind mm-hmm. but yeah. you know that's that's a that's a target area and mm-hmm. he will bring back condemnation or um grief uh mm-hmm. you know depression yeah. whatever he can to keep you 
from the throne. So um, we want to make sure that we're putting that cloak on every single day. This is the day that the Lord has made, the scripture says. Then it says, I will rejoice. <laughs> That's a it's choice. Happen. You have to will it. You have to decide, I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. It's just not going to come on me. I have to make that choice. It's kind of like putting on the full armor of God. Mm -hmm. It says, put on the full armor of God. So these are things that we have to make a choice to do. It, it just doesn't happen. We make the choice to do it. Deb. It just kind of reminds me of, I was trying to find that scripture. I think it's Isaiah 35 where it talks about um, streams in the desert. Oh, I love that scripture. Mm -hmm. And it, to me, that's what it's like. It's mm -hmm. like a cool stream in the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can't tell you how many times in the midst of hard places where mm -hmm. that song just comes up. And like you said, just singing that song and it just breaks. Because mm -hmm. I mean, that, that spirit of heaviness, it just breaks mm -hmm. off of you. Mm -hmm. And I remember going through some things like that and a song came and it broke. And in the midst of it, I'm like, man, why didn't I do this before? I have to remember this next time. But of course, next time, <laughs> next time <laughs> does come and you still <laughs> do the same thing. You, know, you struggle, you struggle, you struggle, you struggle. Then you remember, you know, a song comes up and it breaks that, that bondage. And then you're like, oh, I have to do that again next time. <laughs> but was yes, it's a string. With uh, one of my daughters and it just seemed like an impossible situation. And sometimes the Lord will give you a song. Um, somebody else may have wrote it, but he will put that so in your heart that you just, it just plays in your mind and in your spirit. And the name, uh, the words in the song said, it's already done. Hmm. It's already done. Well, I'm looking at the situation like it is not done when I look at my natural eye. But my, my spirit knew it was already done. God was telling me through this song, it's already done. It's already done. So yeah. if I went through over a year of this. I even made it my password at work. It's already done because that's what God had given me. It's already right. done. Mm -hmm. And every time I would start feeling that discouragement or that heaviness come upon me, I'd put that song on play. Cause sometimes if you can't get it out, put yep. it on, let it sing to you, you know, yep. cause it yeah. will get in you. Eventually what's in you will come out. I was going through a real difficult time. And I remember there, uh, my pastor at the time, Bishop Blackwell, he said, um, I want you to hear something. And he popped, back then it was a cassette. <laughs> he popped the cassette in and began to play the song. The song was Karen Wheaton, He'll Do It Again. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And every time it would come to an end, because uh, there was some of us, we were in the car because we were going uh, drive, I think it was like an hour drive to Cleveland um, to a, a church meeting. And all the way up and all the way back, he played that song. He just kept hitting rewind. <laughs> and when uh, they went to drop me off, he took it out and he handed it to me. He said, this is your song. Mm. I sang that song for years because <laughs> that song was the song that got yeah. me through. I just kept singing that song over and over again. It became mm. so real to me. And mm. so, yeah, there's, there's always a song. And sometimes it may be the same song 
over and over again, but it's always going to minister to you. Amen. I have there was one other time. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, BJ. No, go ahead. I'm, I was going to say there was one other time. T.L. <laughs> Osborne mm -hmm. was on TBN. And uh, one night I was up and I was crying. I was just so miserable, just miserable. And I was watching him on the TV and he began to quote the words to a song mm. that only belief. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Only believe. And he oh, just quoted yeah. the words of the song. And it was mm. just like it did something in me. It just like broke that yeah. hey, if you could only believe, mm -hmm. all things are possible. Mm. And that became my song. Right. I was in um Huntsville, Alabama <laughs> for my sister's <laughs> church opening. And she told me, she said, um, Karen Wheaton is having a women's conference. You should go check it out while you're here. Well, mm -hmm. I was going through all kinds of financial situations at the time. I was um, looking at losing my house. I was so behind on my payments. I was behind on everything. <laughs> like everything was behind. And I was so stressed out. I was living by faith. Um, a single mom. I had you know, a daughter in college and the other one graduating. And it was just like everything, the pressure was just unreal. And it's mm -hmm. funny because even as a minister, you know, you would think, oh, well, you know what, what to do. You know where to go. But when you're in the middle of a situation, you're just yeah. like everybody else. It's just <laughs> like the, the things get too much and you just, you you don't think clearly and you don't go to those weapons that God's provided for you. And mm -hmm. I remember going to Huntsville, we get, I got there early. So I was able to go to the conference Well, I am not one to go to a women's conference. And by yourself. By myself. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't go. <laughs> by myself. But I did. I, you know, it was like Karen Wheaton. I love Karen Wheaton. And so I went and she had a young lady named Catherine Mullins, who was leading the worship at the conference. And, you know, that spirit of heaviness was on me. And it, and I mean, it was on me like a cloak. And mm. I remember standing there, I got myself a nice up close seat and she started singing this song. And I went, I found the lyrics for it. The song's called Oh Mighty One. And she starts saying, bless the Lord, almighty ones, bless the Lord, ye heavenly hosts, bless the Lord, all you, his angels, and let all the earth sing for his praise. And it was just like, the little tune just started going in my spirit. And I, I could feel the heaviness starting to lift. And it started to lift and started to lift. And then she got to this, <laughs> this place, come on, come on and bless him. Come on and praise his name. Come on, come on and bless him. Come on and praise his name. And it was like this invitation mm -hmm. to enter into a place mm -hmm. of praise. Yeah. Well, when you're in that spirit of heaviness and you've got all these things going on, that invitation pulling, you have a choice. Okay, do I want to remain in my self-pity, in my problems, in my stress? Mm -hmm. Do I want to go ahead and be pulled into this place of praise? Well, then <laughs> she got to this part of the song. It says, when I move my body, when I move my feet, when I open my mouth, the mm -hmm. darkness flees. Strongholds mm -hmm. are coming down 
Jesus is lifted high. I lost it. I just started praising God. It was like that spirit broke. And I don't know if Debbie remembers this, but that Sunday following this, I sang at their opening. And I sang like I hadn't sung in like years for that, for that opening. And it was because I gave God the opportunity to step in and to remove that spirit of heaviness and take on that um, spirit of praise. Mm-hmm. But it didn't stop there. I got home and it was, that song just wouldn't leave me. And I couldn't remember how it went. So, of course, I went Googling <laughs> on the Internet to try to find it. And, you know, when I came home, of course, the same bills, the same problems, the same things were still there waiting for me. And mm-hmm. I could choose to step back into that place of heaviness or mm-hmm. take that opportunity to praise. And I chose praise. And... I don't know, but I think my neighbors might have heard me that day. <laughs> For an hour and a half, I played that song as loud as it could go, and I sang it to the top of my lungs because the, the, the reality of the words, when I move my body, when I move my feet, when I open my mouth, then the darkness flees. Boy, yes. I started praying and rebuking the devil. I slung oil all over my house, and I'm not joking. I mean, I, I've was, been there. I know all about that. Incredible time, and it's like we miss out when we mm-hmm. don't give ourselves that opportunity to praise right. God. And to top that testimony off, when I did this, when I allowed God to come into that situation, what happened? Mm-hmm. I did not lose the house. I ended up selling the house and making $5,000 off of it after I paid all of my debt off that was owed <laughs> at that time. Okay, God. My mm. fiance, well, mm. my boyfriend at that time, proposed two weeks <laughs> later. Mm-hmm. And so I, got, I proposed, my daughter graduated. God just did a miraculous work. God knew what was going to happen. God knew that this plan was was taken care of but god wanted me to get to the place to where i trusted him and yeah. i would take on that praise and get out of my own mind and and, and situation and mully grubs <laughs> and mm-hmm. praise him and thank him debbie you said this i don't remember where or when but i i share this all the time i praised god on credit mm-hmm. i praised him on credit you know Mm -hmm. it's like i didn't know what the answer was i didn't know if god was going to come through but i was going to praise him on credit regardless of what the outcome was Mm -hmm. you know and what do you do when when you're believing god for something and it just seems like he's bent on not doing it Um, I was thinking about that and thinking about what I used to do to try to get God to do what I wanted him to do. And I want to share that because I think there's probably a lot of people out there who are doing the same thing. (laughs) It doesn't work. Okay. So (laughs) the first thing I tried to do was manipulate God. You can't manipulate him into doing nothing. That's the truth. You cannot fast long enough. Oh, I'm just going to fast until God does it. How many times 
We've done that. For yep. Then you cannot be good enough. I'm going to go to church every Sunday, and um, I'm I'm going to be start giving to the poor. And you think of all these works that you're going to do to get God to do what you want Him to do. Forget it. It doesn't work. You can. You can, oh, this one right here. Lord have mercy. Another story. About the Oral Roberts family. I, you know, no, she was actually, I'm sorry. I, I, okay. Do you guys remember the lady named Cheryl Pruitt? Mm -hmm. Was Miss America in 1980. And my husband and I um, lived in Oklahoma uh, in the 90s. And we were attending Oral Roberts uh, Church, and my husband was working for Oral Roberts University. So Cheryl went to that church, and um, they had a little girl who could sing, and she would get up and sing all the time. She was only six years old. She may have been five at that time. And she would sing, and she, you know, she was, as they say, America's sweetheart. Everybody loved this little girl. Well, she ended up getting a brain tumor. So everybody, all the big, powerful people came in and prayed for her. The best of them started with Oral Roberts and, you know, Benny Hinn and uh, the two guys from Africa, Benson Adahosa and uh, Reinhard Bunke and, and um, oh, you just name it, Shambach. I mean, the best of them came in and prayed for this girl. We were really believing God for her healing. Well, she died right at Thanksgiving. I think it was the day before Thanksgiving. And it just blew my mind. And I was like really mad at God. I was like, how this wonderful family, the best of them. And I remember these were my words, the best of them prayed for her. And she still died. I didn't understand it. Sometimes we don't understand why God does what he does or allows what he allows. Um, there's nothing we can do to try to manipulate God into doing what we want him to do. But, you know, one of the things we can have is God's peace as we go through it. Mm -hmm. We can have hope still as we go through it. We can have strength, supernatural strength. Even that peace is, as the Bible calls it, it's peace that goes far beyond your understanding. You know, yeah. in your mental capacity that I should be like really upset right now. Mm -hmm. Somehow you're not. You have this perfect peace. We can have this, even the garment of praise, what we're praying for, what we're talking about today. We can have all of the, these are precious gifts that God has for us. Mm -hmm. But as we've been saying all along, these are things that we have to choose. So we need to let go of the manipulation things that, you know, that we're doing. I mean, God may tell you the fast. God may, you know, but to manipulate by calling a fast and doing all these different things, take your energy and put it toward what's going to bring you peace, hope, mm -hmm. um, power, strength, you know, what's going to get you through it. That garment of praise for the you know, spirit of this. The, the three Hebrew boys, when they went through the fiery furnace, they said, even if, yep, even if my God doesn't come through, mm -hmm. he will still not right. bow down. Yes. You know, God gives us these different keys in his word mm -hmm. and they're an act of obedience. 
Praise is an act of obedience. Yes, it Forgiveness is. Forgiveness is an act of obedience. All these different things are act of obedience. So it doesn't matter whether we get what we want or we don't get what we want. That, that doesn't matter. What matters is being obedient. Mm -hmm. so the three Hebrew boys, they were willing to die because of obedience. They were going to obey God's word no regardless matter. of the outcome. So they mm -hmm. said, we'll go through this fiery furnace regardless of whether our God comes through and delivers us. Mm -hmm. but, they, but they believed yeah. that God would. So right. when we are facing these situations, the last thing you feel like doing when you're down and you're, mm -hmm. and you're dealing with stuff is singing. I mean, you don't, want to, you don't want to deal with that. Matter of fact, I've, I've shared this, you know, on the road. When you had a big breakup, what's the first thing you did? You ain't got the saddest song. You ain't yeah. in the dark. And you played it on loop. Well, back then you hit rewind, play. I still rewind, remember. Play. He's out of my life. We wanted to, we wanted to just lay in that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard to make your flesh mm -hmm. do the right thing. That's right. Which is to praise God when you don't feel like praising God. Yeah. But if we do it out of an act of obedience, what happens is that obedience might be the start and the beginning of the process. Yeah. But as we start walking through it, we realize it becomes a part of us, something we enjoy, something we want to do, we long to do, can't wait to do. Mm -hmm. and, um, so that's part of that, you know, putting on that garment of praise is an mm -hmm. act of obedience. Deb, did you have something you wanted to say? I know I'm, I'm just jacking. No, I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> you know, it's, when it's, it's one of the hardest things to do, but you can. Go ahead, mm -hmm. Fair. When I get up in the morning, I don't like getting up early to go to work. Yeah. Sometimes laying there, I'm saying, God, please help me to get up. And you know what he says? Get out the bed and I'll help you. So <laughs> the moment I get out the bed, I feel my help coming on. There mm -hmm. is something we have to do. We have to make that step. You know, the scripture says over and over in so many areas that if you do this, then I'll do that. If you do this, mm -hmm. I'll do that. So we do have a responsibility and we have a part uh, in God moving in our lives, but it's by choice. We don't let our bodies or our minds or our circumstances dictate to us. We actually have power over that, but we have to make up our mind and make a choice. And once we start walking, our help, the old folks used to say all the time, Ooh, I feel my help coming on. I feel my help coming on. <laughs> I that then, but I understand that now that you start mm -hmm. walking in the way, you will feel your help. The help of the Holy Spirit come along right next to you, right on you, right in you, and help you to accomplish that that, that you need to accomplish at the time. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's that act of obedience, you know, mm -hmm. stepping out when it doesn't look like there's any place to step right and relying totally and completely on god mm -hmm. because that's where our help comes from i look to the hills from what's coming my help my help my comes from, yeah, from the, the lord. lord and when we can 
totally walk in that. And I, and I still look forward to the day that I can walk in that mm -hmm. on a regular basis, because, you know, a lot of these programs that, you know, the topics we come up with, I'm preaching to myself. <laughs> I'm preaching to myself because, you know, usually whatever season I'm in, you know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to walk through it and the Lord's speaking and teaching through mm -hmm. those things. And so mm -hmm. I just speak out of, you know, my own experiences mm -hmm. and where I am. And so that's one area that, you know, God has worked on me for years. You know, as I said, that, that was five years ago that I was dancing around the house, praising God, you know, well, guess what? I've had to do that numerous times since then. And before then, you know, God will always take you back to that place. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's a song that I did on my latest CD um, called I Never Lost My Praise. I was and, just thinking about that. <laughs> well, that title, you know, is kind of, okay, you never lost your praise. Right. <laughs> but when you, when you look at it, I never lost it. It was always here mm -mm. because so, hey, that yeah. didn't leave me. I may That's not have me. used it. Yes. I may have, you know, let, laid it down and walked away. But my mm -hmm. praise has never gone away. And, mm -hmm. and when I go back to that place, I can get back into that place of worship and that, that place of praise. And yeah. everything starts to fall back into pieces, places. Now, you know, the situation may not all of a sudden become, you know, perfect yeah. again, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Peace is there. Mm -hmm. where, where turmoil was, peace is mm -hmm. not there. Right. And the storm is not as big as it seemed, you know, mm -hmm. just a, a few minutes before, mm -hmm. because I replaced mm -hmm. that with praise. Mm -hmm. And uh, I tell people, you know, if you're in a, a place of depression, mm -hmm. put the write down on pieces of paper, put it on your mirror, put mm -hmm. it, you know, you know, people, it's people who are dealing with depression on a regular basis, put mm -hmm. these things down on the, um, on pieces of paper where you're going to see it all the time. Praise God. Thank him for this. Thank, you know, just the different things that will help you to get your mouth moving. Because uh -huh. once you get your mouth moving, God will start filling it, but you got to get your mouth moving and mm -hmm. you have to make a, a declaration, a de, you know, a decision to do that. You can't just say, okay, I'm going to praise God and then just sit there and just wait for praise to come. No, you have, right. to, you have mm -hmm. to do something. I always tell them, put on some worship music, put on praise music. Yeah. Oh, well, it doesn't work. Well, <laughs> you know, there's action to praise. Mm -hmm. Praise is, is an action word. You know, you have to do something. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I want to encourage you that if you deal with depression on a, a regular basis, replace that depression with praise. Now I understand there are some people who have a chemical imbalance mm -hmm. that, you know, it chemically, it is hard, but guess what? Healing mm -hmm. than praise. Mm -hmm. so if you are dealing with a chemical imbalance and you start praising God for your healing, mm -hmm. you may see God come in and do a miracle in your life. And mm -hmm. so, but you have to make that first step. You have to make that first step. I don't yeah, want to do all know, the talking. <laughs> it's, it, you know, you're talking about there's something we have to do. Um, we've been studying um, the book of Nehemiah. And um, I think it was the fourth chapter where it talked about for the first, it said the first fourth, one fourth of the, no, yeah, one fourth of the day, they listened to the word being read. 
mm. one fourth of the day. Okay, the word was just being read to them, mm. and then it said, then they set aside another fourth of the day to praise the Lord. Mm. <laughs> A fourth of the day praising the Lord, <laughs> but through the word being read, they recognized you know, where they were wrong, repentant, mm -hmm. and were forgiven. And that forgiveness brought forth praise. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times when we can't praise, it's because one, we, we haven't seen our sin. Mm -hmm. We haven't come face to face with our sin. We haven't come face to face to repentance. We haven't mm -hmm. accepted God's forgiveness in our life. And what was the scripture where it said, um, for, forgiven much? Yeah, the one that was forgiven much had mm -hmm. had much thankfulness, and and so when we're when we understand and we we connect with with God on that level, when we connect with Him, when we begin to build that relationship with Him, we don't want to sin. So if we when we see that sin and we ask for forgiveness, we're so thankful, you know, for His forgiveness. We can be in the midst of whatever. But we're still going to have that heart of, but I thank you. Mm -hmm. But I thank you. Mm -hmm. You're a great God. Yeah. Um, if you followed the Evans family recently, just hearing them talk mm -hmm. after Miss um, um, Evans went home to be with the Lord, you know, yet yeah, I will serve thee. That, I mean, that's the kind of, of talk that you're getting is yet yeah, I will serve him. Mm -hmm. Yet he's a great God. He's a good God, you know. And on the outside, we may say, how could you say that? You know, if anyone should have been healed, she should have been, you know. Yep. But, but what you get from them is, but God is good. That's God right. Good. Mm -hmm. They're praising God in the midst of what they're going through. And it's mm -hmm. such a powerful lesson for all mm -hmm. of us, that no matter what we're going through to be yeah. able to discipline ourselves to lift up that praise. The word of God is so important. Um, you know, mom, I called her one day. I was going through a clinical uh, depression at the time, and it was so severe because I had just, you know, started going through this. And I would be so happy, and then I would be, like, suicidal. And uh, one day my husband had gotten ready to go to work, and he looked at me and he said, you are so mean to me and I don't even know why. And he walked out the door and it just like broke my heart, you know, because my natural personality, that's not me. So I mm -hmm. really so bad. So I called my mom. I said, mom, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I was telling her about it. And she said, well, you know, when I was going through that, she said, I used to walk the streets. And she said, and I said, one scripture. And she, she said that scripture was, I will keep you in perfect peace as you keep mm -hmm. your mind stayed on me. Mm -hmm. I adopted that quick, fast, <laughs> hurry. Okay, so even though I, I had clinical depression, that was the physical part. Yes. But we spirit, soul, and body. That's so right. my spirit still needed to be in operation. I still needed to do the spiritual thing along with the physical thing mm -hmm. so we're not saying well if you have depression just stop taking your medicine and just keep praising the lord right. no we're saying that there's a 
natural part and there's a spiritual part and there's a mental part because the mental part is making up your mind this is what i'm going to do Absolutely. and right. what i decided to do was this quote that same scripture i thank you lord that you know you will keep me you are keeping me in perfect peace as i keep my mind stayed on you and so i would mm -hmm. on purpose say well lord i thank you for my children Lord, I, I thank you that I have a house to live in. Just simple things. I, I thank you that I can walk up the steps. You know, I didn't feel no great like woohoo, you know, but this was my seed. And right. as this, right. God's peace would come upon me. Yeah. Do you guys remember when we were kids, there was someone that stayed at the house with us and she was you know we thought it was hilarious as kids and she's like oh praise god the sugar the sugar bowl you know oh praise <laughs> thank, thank you jesus for such clear water you know and we're just like <laughs> but she was going now looking back she was going through a, a rough time in her life mm -hmm. and she was teaching herself to be thankful yeah. and grateful for every little yeah. thing so it made it look crazy and sound crazy <laughs> right then. But I understand now what she was trying to do. She was putting mm -hmm. that in her spirit to yeah. thank him for everything. Yeah. I was on one of my ministry trips and um, I was driving. And a lot of times, <laughs> most of my drive is me talking to God just like this, you know, mm -hmm. and just mo mainly griping <laughs> about stuff, <laughs> to be totally <laughs> honest. Um, <laughs> Oh, I was just griping and you know I was I don't even remember what I was you know fussing about but I was talking and and God just you know in his gentle way just started reminding me of things that he had done in my life you know and and places he had brought me from and miracles that he had performed and and I was like wow and I thought you know I need to start writing this down mm -hmm. so um I got a notebook and I started writing down from the time I was born, everything God done for me. He wow. caused me to be conceived. He brought me through the birthing process alive and well. He healed me from different um, illnesses that I had as a child. And, you know, I just went all the way from the beginning, everything I could think of and just started writing it down. And it was amazing. I started remembering all these things that God did for me and, and this person that he put in my life that said this, that, you know, encouraged me and kept me going. And, and it's amazing when you look back and see how far you've come and all the things that God's done for you. And it's like, I, I realized, you know what? The Bible is full of testimonies. Mm -hmm. of people thanking God for what yeah. he'd done for them. And it's also full of testimonies of what happened to those that did not allow God in their life and did not allow God to work his goodness through them. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you saw, got to see both sides. So mm -hmm. when you look at your own life, your life is a testament of mm -hmm. some sort, <laughs> you know, it depends on who you're serving, but it's a testament testament of some sort, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. if you start going through all those things, and I, I I encourage you, especially if you're a writer and you love to write, write mm -hmm. down, you know, start from the beginning. And if you're not a writer, just, you know, some one sentence things, you know, I was born, 
um, you know, my dad lived through this and my mom made it through this. And, and I had children, I had three healthy children and I was able to buy my house and I was able to buy my, you know, whatever these things are that God did for you, you'll find yourself praising and worshiping God about stuff. And you're like, wow, God, I didn't, I didn't even realize how awesome it was that you came mm -hmm. in and that you did these mm -hmm. things for me. And, mm -hmm. and wow, I have my children that are in the right mind and, and they should be lost and out right. in the world with, with, you know, wandering around, but because of your mercy and your grace, I mean, that praise will start coming forth without you even trying mm -hmm. because you'll truly find the the thankfulness in your heart of what he has done for you and what he can do. And then you're excited because you're like, wow, I can't wait to see what else God's got. You know, what else is he going to do? You know, what other miracles can I write down? And then just imagine if you kept that mm -hmm. and then you passed it down to your children. That's right. And they were able to say, sit their kids down. Like, this is what your grandmother, this is what God did for your grandmother. But then there's a section where they said, and this is what God did for me. And here's a section for you, for you to write down what God's doing for you. You know, right. it's in the word, they had a staff. And on mm -hmm. that staff, they wrote down the different things that God did for them. And right. they were supposed to pass that down from generation to generation yeah. so that they knew and understood what kind of God that they served and were being taught about. And mm -hmm. it, it is gone by the wayside. And that's why Israel strayed off at times because somebody didn't pass down that praise. And so we have to pass praise on that garment of praise that we wear. We have to pass that on to our children, our grandchildren, so they understand the importance of what praise can do in your life. And, and right. Y'all you know. have anything else y'all want to add before we start <laughs> to wrap up? No, no. I tell you what, this has been an awesome time of just, you know, talking about God. I mean, he's, he's done so many things for each and every one of us. And, you know, of course, we know details in our lives that everyone else isn't privy to. And, but, you know, you guys who are watching and listening, God can do these same things for you. It's just like my sister Debbie brought up the song. He'll do it again. God will do it again and again and again. And again. He, he doesn't care about your skin color or your status of how much money or how little money you have, what part of the world you live in. He is mm -hmm. the same God for mm -hmm. every individual. And he wants all of us to just worship him and praise him and it's for our good <laughs> as much as it is for the just the sweet smell that he loves to smell which is the praise coming forth to him but it's yes. for our good he's you know god doesn't require us to do things just for the fun of it there is a purpose in it mm -hmm. and, yeah and that purpose for the most part is for our sanity right i mean it <laughs> it saves us from losing our minds at times Yes. So we understand that, you know, God's got a purpose for each thing that he's required of us. And uh, just in case you missed our reference today, it was Isaiah, the 63rd chapter, uh, no, 61st chapter, right? Mm -hmm. Third verse. Yep. Yes. Third verse. So um, I, I had it written down. It's 
it disappeared. So <laughs> it's off my iPad. My iPad died on me. Um, so I just want you to go back out there and check it out. Look at it. Read it. Ponder it. Use it as part of your praise and, and you know, find your praise scriptures. If you can't, if you're not good at just saying thank you, God, for this, that, the other, there's a whole Bible for me. Yeah, <laughs> it starts quoting those scriptures just as Farah mentioned earlier of how sometimes just repeating a scripture and getting it into your spirit till mm -hmm. you believe it until you can stand on it mm -hmm. and you'll find that praise coming forth amen. amen 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 well I thank my sisters for joining me and we're going to close um, a time of prayer any of y'all want to close us in prayer Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to come before you today. And Lord, I ask that your word will go forth and accomplish everything that you've designed for it to accomplish. Touch those that you need, um, that need touching, Lord God, those that need healing, those that need encouragement, Father. I ask that the right thing has been said that would reach them and to encourage them, Lord. Father, I ask that you would bless your people um, as they're still going through this coronavirus time, Lord God, that you encourage them to take this time to learn how to worship and praise you, Father, in the midst of all of this, and to teach their family, to teach their children to lift their hands up and worship you and praise you in the midst of all of this, Father. And more than that, help them to see the purpose in praise. Help them to understand the purpose of praising you mm -hmm. and what you want them to understand through that, Lord God. And I thank you for it, Father, and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. And Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Next time, we're going to get mom on with us. So be great. Um, we're going to schedule that. And that way, um, mom can come on and, and talk about some things. And mm -hmm. we'll have a total girls' night. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. Love you guys. Thank y'all for joining us, for joining me <laughs> for yep. broadcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.